Hey guys, so it's been a while since I've made a podcast and so I wanted to update update you guys on some cases that have surfaced over the last few days. Um, it is a case of Lauren Smith Fields. Um, I also briefly touched on Twitter um, dating site hate crimes and the dangers of dating sites these days, even though they're like glamorized and popular right now. Um, I also touched on recently the president of America and the decision to basically rise the budget for police um, and going just strictly against the collective wants of, of um, defunding and abolishing altogether. And so uh, it's a lot of things that are happening that's like a slap in the face right now. Um, but nonetheless, I'm going to continue to share my two cents Um I touched recently on Instagram my perspective and my own story with dating sites. Um, Dating sites are extremely dangerous, um, and I I honestly don't know why there isn't more responsibility um, or accountability on on dating sites and how there is very little way to filter the dangers on on these um, apps. And I touched on how apps are very much white supremacist-based and driven. If you look at many times the creators of these apps, they're like either they're just like primarily one demographic, so like white men or older white men, and it really leaves no room. It is very it's a very huge bias, and so. When we look at, even when I look at the founders of PayPal the other day, and I'm like, oh, this is why I have so much issues of the feelings of policing um, on apps where you're supposed to have easy access to as your 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 own app you're using. But in <clears throat> with dating apps, in the past, I previously, previously touched on how on um, apps like Tinder, um, there was at a, there was a point in the past and even now where a lot of white men use it as a breeding ground for white supremacy uh, and use it for hate gr- hate crimes against black women. And what I mean is that they're actively using this um, app as a playground um, and a means to, since we don't live in a progressive society, though the idea is togetherness, we can't just skip over the real work that's necessary to, to do in this, in this society. And so... We still live in a very racist-based society, and it's very dangerous for single women. And a lot of men choose to use these apps to prey on the vulnerability of women in general. And then you add race on top of that, and it makes it even more dangerous. And so one of the dynamics that I touched on for myself uh, was when I was in a very... I was really young at this time, and I was using social media not even knowing like there's good and bad to social media (laughs) um but being very vulnerable naive and you know no one teaches you about it much especially dating sites is supposed to be okay we're grown you know you're supposed to know how to navigate it you know the do's and don'ts but really there's no rules and I found myself in a lot of very uh deadly situations and one being where I was on a date with a white man and there is a very uh, a lot of interracial dating going on on there which is not bad but a lot of it is bad when it's glamorized meaning interracial dating can be a cover up a lot of times for racism and white supremacy and so it was a time where I was on a date with uh, a white man and it ended up very dangerous and deadly he ended up being a very like violent man very druggy 
very but again playing off that I'll help you in a vulnerable situation or the attraction or you know I get your perspective as a black woman and it ended up being a case where if I didn't flee his house because I I was just like okay he doesn't seem rational we're kicking it for a few days and mind you I'm young so I'm like very hippie very trusting and I remember looking around his house and finding a gun (laughs) and I was like okay I don't think he's rational to have one person first of all and I felt I really felt my intuition was telling me if I didn't flee that situation then it I just wouldn't be here and it was it's many circumstances like that and where I live to tell these stories but I know a lot of girls don't live to tell these kind of stories and so um the point that I shed light on these the dangers today is to maybe it helps protect someone um ultimately though i think it comes down to boycotting these apps <laughs> it sounds extreme but unless something comes of it where there's accountability or a better filtering or it's supposed to be enjoyable and it's even geared towards a lot of times like oh you know even bumble is very like oh women's rights um but it still caters to you know the male demographic which which a lot of time has no accountability but women can be very dangerous on those apps too because i saw stories um uh, recently um <coughs> sorry i've been sick <coughs> but yeah <laughs> so it comes down to um we have to keep shedding light on these stories and unfortunately because of the world we live in a lot of people want to cover it up or they will be silent they won't say anything about it but you know everyone knows it's kind of like the elephant in the room kind of at this point and so it's really important to keep talking about these issues and the recent recent case of lauren smith feels was it really seems to me in my intuition foul play like uh, a drug overdose but something was forced upon her and so um but the fact that the white man she was on a date with was just let off scot-free um it it is really the halo effect because in a society even the other day i touched on there's criminals in every races but but in the white community for some reason they're they're they have movies about their their criminals (laughs) so it's like this halo effect of you know this person or this race can do no wrong and it's really how they treated her case and how they're really handle, handling it. And just the complete disregard to black women on a daily basis is where this is coming from. And so, yeah, that's my pers- perspective on this. And again, I'm telling really from even like a psychic perspective, because my intuition has saved me from a lot of uh, deadly situations. And so in a sense, that is my credibility. The fact that I'm still here with these stories um, and living intimately with white people for a long time, knowing that racism is still a huge issue, knowing their real thoughts of black people. And so it's really a, a really challenging era. Um, <laughs> so uh, the background of these apps is just a lot of them are even pol- police driven. So it's more so a database. Um, and I touched on how. The fact that we think we live in a progressive area era where, oh, we have the Internet. But it was on the basis that 
okay, we can police black black and brown people. It was it was never, oh, this is a free society. It was okay. You know, we we live in the era of information, but now we get to police, you know, black and brown people more on, you know, we will let this to the population as long as we can police them. So even when I was watching um, bias, the the biased uh, documentary on algorithms, uh, one of the girls mentioned that she doesn't believe it's a malicious act on a lot of these apps. Uh, it's just maybe they know no, they they know not what they, what they do, but in reality, it is a policing system. So you have to know what you're doing. <laughs> Okay, so um, just like a lot of these things are very incel ran, meaning a lot of men use these apps to take out their violence and their pers- perspective on people. And so this is very a very dangerous era that we live in that we have to be aware of. And so that's what I feel, again, on this case of Lawrence Smith-Fields. Um, and I have to just add my two cents because people won't know to the deep extent of like what's really going on like there's a veil and there's a shit that's behind it um no matter how good it looks there's something always going on behind it and so yeah that's my insight now with the president up (laughs) putting the 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 month rising the budget on police that was just a slap in the face because it it really just shows you how they really want to perpetuate the notion that black people are criminals, black and brown people are just criminals. And so it's to further criminalize us. And it's really, to me, truly what I feel is that the fear of what's been done is done. And instead of a free society, they rather be continue the wealthy, be greedy, be protective of their assets. Because really, no one knows what society is going to be without all of that at this point, without the violence that people are used to, because everybody's comfortable, whether people say it or not. um, It's like not enough people are fed up for a real revolution. And then you have the wealthy people who haven't learned their lesson that sharing is caring, (laughs) the basics of of the normality of balance of life, the, the natural spiritual law. And so it's a wild world, like... Even in the midst of COVID, that move was just another slap in the face. It's like, how much more can you take from the land Like when there's nothing else to take? And that's how kind of how I took that. And yeah, but we shall see what comes of that. I mean, it, it kind of pushes. It's going to, to me, my prediction on that is like, kids aren't going to go to school for careers now. They're going to go to be activists, to give back to the communities, like I said. They're going to be abolitionists. They're going to be against the system. They're not going to be slave to the system anymore. And and it's just because they're going to be fed up. They're going to see all this for what it is. Like, who would comply at this point is my biggest question. And as wild as that sounds, as dangerous as that sounds, it's dangerous anyway. And so people, to me, are going to start picking, you know, all right, (laughs) that's the card you want to play, I play this card. And so that's how I see it.